TV I say with Ashley Ray another episode another episode of TV I say with Ashley Ray another episode another episode of TV I say with Ashley Ray another episode Welcome to another episode of TV I say with me your host Ashley Ray your go-to podcast for discovering what to watch on TV and getting behind the scenes insight from the people who make the shows you love my guest today the amazing the both of these guests, just my favorite cultural writers, just their takes on everything perfect. We have Sam Sanders and Zach Stafford from Vibe Check, two thirds of Vibe Check. Two thirds of Vibe two, Check. Two, Pouring two one out for our homie Saeed, yes. who cannot uh, be with us R.I.P. Saeed. <laughs> R.I.P. Well, he's just. What do you know here. that I don't know? Bro, he's alive. He's alive. <laughs> he just lives in Columbus. Yeah, yeah. Columbus, Ohio. <laughs> I was going to say chilling in peace, Columbus in peace. Yes. You know, yes. same, same thing. Yeah. But no, uh, so happy to be here. So, I, you, so I mean, happy to have both Usually, of you. once every few weeks, I'm texting a tweet of yours to friends. Being like, same. Ooh, yes, girl. Same. Yeah, yeah. I, I get <laughs> that. Love. I get that. Yeah, love. yeah. I get a lot of. I privately agree with you all the time, and I'm like, thank you. That that still means so much to me. There was a one time a few months ago where you tweeted, "There's a show everyone says is good, but it's not. I can't say." And then I DM'd you. Yeah, probably because you, like everyone else, did not watch the last season. Uh, <laughs> it's not me because no one knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> oh my god! Are those claws I hear? I wow. think I hear claws. I love this already. This is I mean, so that, great. that's TV I say, you know? Also, uh, shout out to the amazing gift box you sent the both of us when you yes, launched. Yes. Uh, if y'all don't know about this gift box, we got a gift box during Christmas, and it had popcorn, blankets, a mug. It was everything. Yeah, everything. It's one yeah. of my sofa blankets now. Uh, I have it, a dog couch. It's like me and the dogs and like all the blankets. Yeah. The small one. It's become his favorite blanket. Oh, I love that. Yeah. And by the way, you can go to potswag.com to buy all of that merch, the blanket, the the mugs. Look at this <laughs> yes, businesswoman. Yes. I and love you go it. To potswag slash you get, uh, dot com slash vibe. Yes. You get ten percent of Ashley's earnings. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> potswag.com slash five, potswag.com slash TV I say. <laughs> but yeah, I loved that box. And then my mom ended up taking everything that was in mine. So I Stop. don't even have one of those blankets. She, oh, wow. she took the blanket and the hoodie, but she it's was okay. like, Girl, I made yeah. you. She did I mean, make you. She, she did is everything. Everyone's favorite guest on the podcast. Every time she does oh. an appearance, people are like, she should have her own segment. Isn't it so fun when you bring your family into the business? Yes. Sam, your Aunt Betty. My Aunt Betty has made a lot of appearances on my show. Does it? And I love Aunt Betty so much. I had my Aunt Yvette on one show I did once and people loved it. And you've had your mom. So it's just yeah. funny when you're like, hey, parents. Yeah. Hey, aunt. Yeah. You put like the aunties or the moms in a certain box, but they're up on their stuff. Oh, yeah. They know. They yeah. be Like Aunt Betty has not missed an episode of SNL in oh, years. Yeah. yeah. She's my mom. Finger on the pulse. Yeah. My mom is texting me, no, during every SNL, she's like, they need you on this. This one wasn't funny. <laughs> Who is this person? <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah. just like, okay, mom, Who, calm down. Wait, can I be messy? Who is her favorite person on SNL right now? Uh, still Keenan. 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 She doesn't like any of the new people. Wow. Which I, I am, think Bowen's great. I love Bowen. I, love Bowen. I think she, Bowen has made that yeah. show twice as gay, which she, I appreciate. Yeah. I know she likes Bowen because she knows his name. Okay. And everyone else, she like Sarah, she just calls the weird girl. <laughs> and that's how Sarah wants it. <laughs> and, which is how Sarah wants that's it. That's how she wants it. And I'll it. be like, Mom, that's literally my friend. You've seen, you came to Chicago and saw me do a show with her. And she's just like, that weird girl. And I'm wow. just like. Oh, my God. My thing with SNL now, and this is a different TV conversation. Um. The cast has a lot of rotation and flux. Yeah. And it takes a few years to get to know them. Yeah. yeah. And there's some episodes where I'm like, I don't know any of these people. Yeah. I yeah. I just. It's hard. It's hard. And I get it. It's a grind. Like, people used to stay at SNL for 10, 12 years. There's yeah. other shit to do now. now and yeah. it's hard. Yeah. Now That's it's like you don't want to end up like Pete Davidson on it for too long and being like, yeah. now I got to go make movies. It's like you do your three, four years and you try to get out. Yeah. 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 So. Do you, because you, you are a comedian, a comedian yeah. we all know and love. And is it still kind of a gold standard to try to be on SNL or has that <sighs> shifted? I think it's shifted because there's so many ways to to get your comedy out there. I definitely think that SNL is still the most mainstream. Mm -hmm. Like, I think most comedians know if you're SNL, if you're a writer, if you're on it, like people's parents are going to know who you yeah. are. And that's the fastest way to still get that and like be on network TV. But I think the dream of everyone being like, I want to go write for SNL. Like, I don't want to live in New York. No. I don't want to work it's for a grind. Schedule. It's a grind. I've and talked to schedule. a few people that have been on it or have left it. And they're just like, it's not just that you're there for 20 hours a day. Even when you're not there, yeah. they can call you back at any yeah. time. Anytime. 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 You Never. don't have a social life. Yeah. I've had friends who write for it. 
And every I've submitted packets, you know, because mm-hmm. I feel like you're just kind of supposed to as a yeah, copywriter. Yeah, yeah. But every time I'm like, I kind of really don't want to get this. Like, <laughs> it's the only thing that could make me move to New mm-hmm. York. And I'm just like, well, oh, but I like sleeping. Yeah. Yeah. And, and also, if you are a funny comedian doing TikTok comedy and people know who you are, it's easier now than ever to get like a pretty decent TV writing gig yeah. that's going to pay you and have decent hours. And have yeah. decent hours. Yeah, some of know? these girls, like Jordan Firstman, will yeah. never be on SNL. And, and that's, that's fine. And that's fine. And, that's fine. and, that's fine. and he has this huge career yeah. on Instagram. Yeah, so exactly. I think it's given people some uh, agency in their yeah. lives and you don't feel like, oh God, I got to move Well, also, yeah, exactly. as much like, as I respect SNL and its legacy and what it has done yeah. for a lot of people, Lauren should never have been that much of a gatekeeper oh, for yeah. that long. For that long. And he had control over the entire universe of comedy. Of comedy for, a while. for so long. And seeing that fade is incredible. Like I think uh Megan Stalter's career is like the perfect yes. example. Like yes. ten years ago, Megan Stalter would have needed SNL yes. to like even reach like a Casey Wilson level, she would have needed that. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, no, she's just people yeah. know her from, yeah. from social yeah. media. She's yeah. hilarious. Yeah. She's on all these shows, has a movie coming out. Yeah. Kate Berlant. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. She made it. You she know? made it. It has Lauren a wonderful one-woman show yeah. off Broadway yeah. right now. It's wonderful. Yeah. Oh, I want to go really see it. See it's it. so good. Okay. It's yeah. so good. I, I want to go it. back and see it. It's so fun. I saw the workshops she was Here. doing in LA before. And oh, so, yeah. so good. She's so brilliant. She's, yeah. But that's amazing. What's so exciting. It's like, look, people who aren't picked by Lauren can be brilliant yeah. and funny yeah. and amazing. And it, not everything needs to be gatekept by white men. By white men. So. <laughs> and that said, Lauren had some hits. You know, Lauren brought us Eddie Murphy, Chris Rock, Kristen Wiig, so many of my loves, yes. you yeah, know? yeah, you know. So I'm not gonna shade him also, too much. Yeah, he also fumbled a lot. You know, he, yeah. he had Damon Wayans fired him because Damon Wayans. Uh, oh, that was right. Yeah, in what one happened? episode, so Damon Wayans was on SNL. Wait, for, I didn't know that. Yeah, for yeah. briefly, yeah, brief, briefly, really. and he like was barely getting roles because the writers weren't writing for him, and uh-huh. he had a role where he's playing a cop. And it later became one of the things he would like play on In Living Color, where he was like mm-hmm. this very effeminate cop. Huh. And originally, it was just supposed to be a regular cop role, play it straight. And he was like, you know what? This is like the one line I have all episode. I'm going to just play it so effeminate and gay. And yeah. he just did the line. Like girls on film style. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> did it literally like that. And apparently, Lorne was sitting watching on a monitor and went, well, he just ruined his career <gasps> and fired him that night. Wow. Wow. So. And not the Damon Wayans is doing okay. Exactly. <laughs> and Damon Wayans is doing okay. Also, wow. so. we, I always feel like when we talk about SNL, we must say all of it pales in comparison to everything In Living Color did. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, and I mean the it. Model. I mean yeah. it. I mean yeah. it, yeah. yeah. Anywho, yeah. we have derailed yeah. whatever well, like, yeah. you want yeah. to do. Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Never mind. So this is your show. Yeah, this is your show. Yeah, this is what we do. We talk about TV. First, we we do do our watch list. So what what have you been watching recently? What's what's on your watch list? You got anything new, old? What are you enjoying? I, okay, I'm going to eat crow for saying this, but I love The Last of Us so much. And I know we're going to talk about this. We're going right? to talk, yeah. But The Last of Us has led me back to the well known as Looking on HBO because Murray Bartlett. Yeah. And I like it more now. I did not like it when it came out. Those white gay men got on my nerves. Sorry, not plural. The one white gay man <laughs> got on my nerves so, so bad. And I could not watch him. But now... I don't like him more. I just understand him more. Yeah. And I understand the world that he's living in a bit more now that I'm in my 30s, which those guys were 30-year-old. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, so, yeah, I'm back there looking. Weird. I hate myself. This is the thing about Murray Bartlett. Yeah. He's, he's actually never struck out. No, never. Never. It's really been good work from him consistently. Day one. I remember there were, there were episodes of Looking where he'd have a small little flourish and you're like, that's brilliant. There's yeah, one right. episode where he is going to like a group aerobics calisthenics class. Yes, that's episode one. And the way he's yes. dancing, yeah. yes. you're just like, oh, this man's selling it. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's selling it. in the role. He is an actor. Yeah. And he's <laughs> F-O-I-N-E. Yeah. Oh, oh, so absolutely. So like, so yeah. yeah, I love it. Yeah, and it's it's this is his year. It's like he had uh, Welcome to Chippendales. He was yeah. so good in it. Uh, physical, he was great. I forgot he was in physical. Yeah. Which was actually, yeah. people should watch that show. I think people should watch yeah. it. People should watch Chippendales too. Yeah. Watch those people that watch. People, Both great. Both yeah. great. And he was yeah. so good in them. Yes. Like, broke my heart and welcome to Chippendales. Do we think he's going to cross over to film in a big way? I don't think years? he needs to. I don't to. think he needs to. Yeah. But do you think he wants to? I don't, honestly. I think he is really in his sweet spot right now yeah. doing the prestige TV route. Yeah. And HBO will continue to put him in good stuff because oh, they've baby, been that doing that. contract is cute oh, for yeah. him. Yeah. <laughs> if I were him, I would just be an <laughs> HBO girl. Yeah. I'd just be an HBO girl. Yeah. yeah. I would just like... Yeah. He, I love that he has like the old time studio model yeah. for mm-hmm. actors, but at HBO. I belong to RCA. He's yeah. like, yeah, I belong to HBO. Because <laughs> yeah. Zaslav is like, girl, we like you. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, I love that. Yeah, I love looking. That, that's a good watch it was, list. Yeah. What about you, Sam? Um, I binged it 
a few weeks ago, but it's still in my head, on Hulu Reboot. Yeah. It's you are the biggest really, fan of the I, show. You know I what it is? Reboot. It's giving me the same comedic pacing that those early seasons of Modern Family did. Yes. And mm. the first three seasons of Modern Family are Some actually of the best, brilliant. Yeah. Some of the best sitcom I mean, writing. Yeah. So, so yes. funny. The jokes are stacked, mm-hmm. but it still flows in a smooth way. It's also great to see Keegan-Michael Key kind of poke fun at himself and poke fun at the idea of him. I love it. The way he like boxed himself in in a yeah. lot of ways as a comedic actor, and he wants to break out of it, and he sees himself as a serious actor, which you can see like in the trajectory yeah. of his career. Yeah, I I love it. R.I.P. to reboot since Hulu. But they canceled from... it. Oh, girl, I didn't I'm know. so sorry yeah, you're girl, finding you out this way. Yeah. Oh my god, not Paul Reiser, mm-hmm. my baby. Paul Reiser. Yeah. I still Ra- see Rachel the Mad Blue. About You billboard in New York when I go. Yeah, they canceled. Those are still the subways too. Oh yeah. my yeah. god, I forget. wow. <laughs> well, before it they disappear, no it, listeners, go watch season yeah, one. Go watch it's it. Quite good. Uh, it's really good. I do think it, the odds are good it'll get picked up somewhere else. I hope so. But it's silly yeah. that a show with that much talent that got mm-hmm. just universal praise has well, you know to find another network because it had that much talent. Yeah, it's it too cost expensive. more than it made. It just probably said, cost girl, more. It cost way too yeah. much. Like, no, yeah. no, 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 no. Yeah. Sam, you're the one that reported on the fact that people's TV shows are disappearing off streamers, but they're yes. still on planes. Yes. So here's the thing. Yes. That is yes. fascinating Let to me. Let me tell yeah. y'all listeners. So on my Vulture show, Into It, uh, last week I got to interview one of the creators of the HBO Max show, Gordon. Yeah, Gordita Chronicles. Um, Which, amazing interview. Listen to it. Loved oh, thank it. Thank you. Also loved Gordita Chronicles. R. Really R. cute show. This coming of age story for a young brown Latinx girl. Like 98% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. People loved it. They cancel the show and then they tell them we're also taking it off completely of HBO Max off completely. Yeah. And now you can only watch this show on like certain JetBlue flights. Yep. Wild. Yeah. Wild. And so the writer's telling me, yeah. Friends have told me, I watched the first few episodes of your show on the plane. Where can I find <laughs> can the I rest? You can't. You can't. That is you can't. Yeah. I love that, like, uh, tentpole television is now in the sky. In the <laughs> yeah. sky. Yeah. yeah. Like, I think that'll, if they took Reboot down, that would happen because it's, like, mm-hmm. on a plane. Yeah. But you can't yeah. watch it anywhere else. Yeah. You know what people should do? If I was at Delta right now, I would launch some, like, ridiculous, and only L.A. people would do this. Like a movie or TV flight where you go on and you fly. <laughs> just and you get, to like, watch stuff. You point, get mileage. And you get to you watch shows that are gone. Yes. Oh, that would be so crazy. I yes. can't. I would pay for that, honestly. Could I, you imagine? My question with all all of this, all these platforms that are taking the shows off are saying, no, it's going to go to these new free streamers, like the fast, yeah, whatever. Yeah, so that's what they just Where did with it? A Generation. It got okay. taken off of HBO Max, oh. and now it's going to be on Tubi. What? How do I find Tubi? How do I... Is that in Roku City yes. on my TV screen? Yes. Is that's, Tubi yes. like a two, uh, like the number? Or it's is it the... T-U-B-I. Girl. They are known for making very cheap, bad movies, oh. and now they're going to be known for buying incredible shows from other Incredible. networks. Oh do yeah. the Teletubbies run this? <laughs> <laughs> I want to believe so. Uh, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Well, And then you know it, there's industry. some shows that nobody ever watches, but the executive's friends are in it, so it stays. So it stays, and you're just like, oh, this weird show, like Outlander or something, has been yeah. running for eight <laughs> Or like the obscure and... animated adult show that you know nobody watches, yeah. but the comedian's friends with somebody. With somebody, and you're uh-huh. like, how are we... Yeah. This long as wild. That said, watch reboot while you can. While you can, while it's there. On my watch list this week, I'm gonna go with not. It's not a good choice. Uh, Love without borders. Which one is that? So it it just are they getting some visas or something going on here? So love it kind of. Love without borders is there's apparently this genius matchmaker. Like the whole first episode is them being like, she's the world's best matchmaker. She knows love. She takes Americans and is like, the love of your life is actually living in another country. I'm sending you there without telling them. Like the day of, she's like, here's your plane ticket. You're gonna meet the person when you get there. Is she better than Seema Auntie on India Matchmaker? She actually is the worst matchmaker. (laughs) in the world. And like, she's also the conduit for colonialism. What is going <laughs> yeah. on? Like, she sends these people out and, nev- like, she's just like, enjoy. And she never, like, checks in on them to be like, oh, how are no. you building? And at one point, like, the people would be like, I don't know, I think we're not clicking. And she would just be like, well, why don't you just, like, try having sex then? Wow. <laughs> or they'd be like, I don't know, I just feel like we're very different people. And she would just be like, 
Yeah, I don't know. I feel like you just like aren't even trying to sleep with him and you're kind of being a bummer. So maybe it's on you. This oh, is giving no. like big compulsory heterosexuality. Yeah. Like just like forced Which platform yeah. is this on? It's on Peacock. Okay. And it's a Bravo show. And the okay. last episode just aired and every single couple that the matchmaker put together, uh-huh. they all broke up. <laughs> every single one broke up. And the only person who found love was a guy who was like, I think the matchmaker is wrong. I got on OkCupid Stop, and found my own person. Girl. And then he was the only person who ended up engaged and still married by the end of the show. So this matchmaker will not have another season. No, I don't see how the show gets And this is Bravo, right? It's Bravo. I love how uh, fast and loose Mr. Andy Cohen is playing uh, with laws, crimes, really. Because it's like, you got one show where people are obviously defrauding countries for visas. Yeah. Another show, Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, where people are literally defrauding grandparents. So it's like, what is going on? And also, people forget, isn't NeNe Leake still suing him? Yes. Oh. She is. She says and it's she's a racist organization. Oh my, I forgot and she has about sued that. Him. Yeah. And let me tell you, I kind of wow. stopped watching The Housewives once she left. Yeah. Oh, she yeah. was the she was the pinnacle. Did you yeah. see what she said this week? She was on the Breakfast Club and she was talking about Potomac. I love Potomac. Potomac's great television. Light brights. Yeah. She said light brights. <laughs> it's the so oh, light bright black God, show. It is. Anyway, <laughs> she said there are no stars in the Real Housewives universe anymore. And all the stars left. And yeah. she made She's lie. not She's lying. She's not lying. She's absolutely She's right. Not, like between so... it, it was her, it was Skinny Girl, Margarita Girl. Bethany Frankel. Yeah, Bethany Frankel. Yeah. Who else? Kim Ramona Zolzak Singer. for a little bit. Yeah, for a little Candy bit. Candy for a little bit. Can't think of anyone else. Yeah, yeah. they all kind of disappear. Yeah, but yeah. Nene Leaks was. I mean, the, she was the one. Like, there is an argument to be made, and maybe we do this another day. Yeah. Memes and gif, gif culture did it. comes from she her yeah. and reality TV yeah. watching. Yes. So yeah. yes, it's her a, yeah. and New York, ooh, the and New York, and yes, ooh, the ghetto, yeah. not a white yeah. refrigerator. Yes, <laughs> yes. Oh, I love this. I mean, we pretty much are on top. We're just this. This app is TV news. We're talking about everything. We're giving when we you come, everything. Yeah, everything. When we come back, we're going to talk about this this peacock revival that's happening. We're going to talk peacock. about yeah, pe- pe- peacock. <laughs> Peacocking. Yeah, yeah. We're going to talk about is the Last of Us actually good? We're going to get into the controversy. You know, oh, the so the love, the backlash, the backlash to the backlash. We're going to get into it as soon as we're back. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast wherever you get your podcasts. I love you saying Into It, the name of my show on Vulture that you should listen to. Yes, and we're back, and we're getting Into It, the name of your show on Vulture that everyone should listen yeah. to. Yeah, it has really good vibes, which is what we do on Wednesdays on yeah, Vibe, Vibe Check. Check. On Vibe Check. Our other yes. podcast, yes. And you should listen to both of them. Yes. Uh, where you you all talk about everything. We like, really do. Yeah, yeah. We, too much sometimes. Girl. It's like chaos. Yeah. This past yeah. week, what we did... We talked about pre- police brutality, like PR mechanisms around police brutality. We talked and about sobriety. Dry January. We talked about Kenya, Kenya Barris. <laughs> the limit does not oh. exist. We I just go there. am so happy that You People is a movie and I don't have to talk about it. Yes. You Man. Know. But you know, Ooh, you, you but... drive down, uh, I guess, in front of Netflix in so LA. So many billboards. Yeah, the every billboard is Kenya. That movie yeah. is wild. Yeah. They are them. really pushing it. And. I, God bless. They me. said Black <laughs> History Month is Swirl Nation. Is Swirl Nation. <laughs> like here is here's your weird movie, yes. an expired Swirl. Yeah. Oh, so Expi- weird. It feels like that movie was written in 2010. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. Like, 
It should have yeah. been punched up a lot. Yeah. And it just like, a lot. Sure. It should have had a sensitivity reader. If I'm yeah, being honest, honestly, like I'm all here for like I guess trying to do Guess Who's Coming to Dinner again. Yeah. I'm here for not doing that again. If he had yeah. just admitted that that's what that's it what was, it but yeah. then he did interviews where he was like, uh, actually, no, I came up with this idea originally when oh. I was just like hanging out with Jonah Hill and we just like had this brilliant original mm-hmm. idea. And it's like, is it? <laughs> like, There's literally a movie where the actor is the first black actor to win an actor yeah, Oscar. Where it's yeah. the best this. actor Oscar is yeah. uh, Sidney Poitier. So it's like, how the hell do you not know that girl? Yeah. Like, come like on. why would you think that's original? Yeah. And, like, but anyway, anyway. Also, Flying that fast and loose with not just black jokes but Jew jokes yeah. in 2023. In, 2023. in this economy, in this economy <laughs> there was yeah, there was like a part where Eddie Murphy's character is like, "Well, when I turn on the news, I don't see Jewish people getting shot," and I was like, "Like, let's not do that." And I was like, "Let's so, not do that." Also, and, because uh, they are getting yeah, shot. Yeah, because they are. I was like, I was "This like, was definitely written after like the Tree of Life shooting yeah. and all these other events." Well, and then like what are you the closing about? song is Kanye. It's Kanye. You're like Girl. all of this. And just all, all of, of the, there's so many Drake jokes. Yeah. I just wanted someone to be like, really into it. We're doing this. There was like Drake. an extended Drake bit. Yeah. Yes. Oh my, the niggas in Paris bit. It Ugh, was there's too. a whole scene <laughs> with that song. And I also, was like, how old is that song? And there are no more niggas in Paris jokes to no, be made. To no, be made. It's done. It's, it's done. done. That song is a decade old. Literally. Like, yeah. But it anyway. Just, anyway. It just we really, are talking about the last Lizzo of us. voice. Anyway. Anyways. The Last of Us, episode three. Uh, you probably have already heard, listeners, that this episode uh, featuring Nick Offerman, Murray Bartlett. Our white king. Our, uh, <laughs> yes. Uh, in this beautiful white episode. Daddy king. He's yeah. very Tom's of Finland vibes. He is. That man is so yeah. fine in person, too. Let me yeah, of course you I bet you oh. would. I bet he'd be so You know what fun. I noticed in this Him episode of Pace, Last of Us? They're the two that I'm like, we would have a good both? time. Both? I hope my man's not listening. Both, you know. You know what I noticed <laughs> yeah. in this episode? Murray Bartlett has humongous hands. He, he does, does have big hands. <laughs> When they were doing the strawberry part, I was like, okay. You're like, I am a strawberry. Like, so I think obviously all of us fans of the episode, it was beautiful. It highlighted this gay relationship that people who played the video game, I have not uh, said was not so front and center. The video game, you know, it's kind of a mystery if if he's really gay. Uh, And so this episode was like, let's take away the mystery. He is. This is a gay relationship. Uh, Everyone loved it. The people were like, best episode of TV. Some some critics said best episode of TV you might see all year, uh, which obviously caused a backlash of people saying it was just fine. It didn't do anything incredible or revolutionary. Revolutionary, uh, which led to people saying, you guys just hate gay joy and gay love. So One, just, it wasn't gay joy. It was gay. D- right. I, <laughs> like, I'm not going to spoil it for y'all, spoil, but, but it wasn't a happy ending. Not a happy ending. I, they, in a way, choose to go out in, on their I own would, terms. Which I would is, argue, I'd be, if we're going to do an it. argument together, I'd be the yeah. argue that it is a happy ending. You know, if I could die in my husband's arms yeah. in our beautiful, not mansion, town that we run, True. do whatever we want, True. in the middle of an apocalypse where we're all already 75 years old girl take yeah. me with you take me to heaven in your arms I'm true down. wow because <laughs> I was kind of like he's gonna leave him that's so mean I was 100% like, I was I like you was selfish like, bastard you like okay so you can't paint as good anymore like you can't leave him how much of the plot should we set up for your listeners uh, without I, giving a spoiler yeah I try not to give spoilers but you can set up the plot you know circumstances yes. but we, we won't say what okay. happens to Bill and Frank so all of this show and video game is about people trying to survive in the midst of an insanely parasitic fungus that makes people zombies. And in episode three of this show, we meet a gay couple that has survived and they basically have run of the whole town because nobody is left. And these two gay men meet because one of them, a survivorless prepper kind of, sees the other one stranded, takes him in, they soon realize they're both gay because of a Linda Ronstadt song. Yes. Yeah, I, actually, even before that, affair. yeah, I feel like uh, Murray Bartlett's character realizes he's gay. Like as soon as he's like, "Oh, you paired a rabbit with a boulanger." Oh, <laughs> he the, clocks him like right there. Girl, he's he like, saw you, that Boulanger. Yeah, he's he said, like, "Hey, yeah. sis." Yeah. He's like, I know I don't seem yeah. like the type, and he's like, "Yeah, yeah. you do." Oh, and so we like, see oh, okay. a twenty-year love story yeah. for these two gay men in the midst of fungus zombie apocalypse. Yes. Yeah, there we go. 
It's the only episode that you don't see a zombie attack. You see a zombie. Yeah, you see a zombie. And there is some violence with like guns. There's violence. Yeah, there's gun yeah. violence. Because no, like, those and zombies raiders. are really frightening. They're the so show. scary. But on that also, show. I w- I like the mask. Like like when they have the full fungus face. <laughs> the full fungus. I'm like, face. I would wear that for Halloween. <laughs> I would just, I, I would do that at like the Met Gala. Yes, like, it's for very some, yeah. It's very like I could see Doja pulling that off. Oh, yes. oh. you know Doja. She'll, is she'll doing do it. That. She's she'll working on that. I know she is. Yeah. But Zach, you liked it. You yeah. I loved it so much. I just was so unexpected. And you know what I keep going back to is that this is a show based off a of video game. Video games are so formulaic. Yeah. You, you know, like, oh, we're entering like the boss arena. They're about mm-hmm. to fight. Someone's obviously going to die because the music has changed. All these things. I was so surprised by this because I had heard that there was potentially a gay character. This, I mean, this video game is huge. It's huge. Yeah. And we'd heard that there was like maybe a gay, but they die. And we're used to that as gay people. We're yeah. always dead. You know, we always so die. So that when I realized, so. oh, wait, we're getting a gay love story in this and that they're going to model what it looks like to fall in love in the middle of a crisis I, I just loved and like yeah. I of course I used to be the editor in chief of the advocates I love gay history I love gay culture so much and it just felt very reminiscent of the stories we don't talk about when we, when we talk about the 80s where gay men and their lovers are dying constantly but yet they still found a way to find happiness I yeah. just loved it I loved it and some like yeah in the 80s chose to go out on their own terms yeah they did they and, went to Palm Springs and made choices yeah, yeah. And I also love that there are two people who probably never would have found each other without these circumstances. Never. That prepper never yeah. left the basement. He never left his basement. He he's like, I hate all people. <laughs> and I lo- like the arguments they have when he's just like, you keep saying the government is Nazis. And he's like, the government is Nazis. He's like, well, yeah, now, but not then. Yeah. It's so great. And yeah, I, I loved it. I loved it too. Mm-hmm. I'm team. If a show makes me cry, I'm into it. Yes. But I yeah, I do understand the people who are like, well, it was mimicking so much of traditional TV to manipulate you into crying. Oh, okay, yeah. well, they did a good job. And they did girl. it. A plus. <laughs> I, nailed it. <laughs> my take on that episode and the entire show is that it's a pretty good show that is trying so hard to convince us that it's not a video game show. It's yes. a prestige TV show. Yes. And you just see that. Yeah. And I think even in this beautiful plotline in episode three, it hits all the notes that kind of plotline hits to get an Emmy Award for those actors. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The whole time I was just hearing in the back of my head, Emmy, Emmy, mm-hmm. Emmy, yeah. Emmy. And that was just as present for me in my mind as the plot was. Mm-hmm. This show is so determined to convince you that a video game can be prestige. Can be prestige. Mm-hmm. But there are moments where it's just video game. There are parts in yeah. the episodes where it's like the characters are being like, should we go left or right to get to the spot? Oh, yes. yeah. It's That's like, the video game. Through, right? the, wall, like the wall has fallen. We must find another, another way around. around. Like, what yeah. Yeah. And it's like, okay. Yeah. And I do think, like, one of the moments I thought that did make me roll my eyes because I could tell, like, they were trying so hard to make it this, like, touching move, move uh, moment. In episode two, when the girl is about to, like, sacrifice herself, and instead of just, you know, calmly doing what she had to do. They have, like, one of the zombies come up to her and have this, like, intimate moment where the fungus, like, goes in the mouth. And it's supposed to be, like, oh, this... Yes. Something, like, they explained in the afterwards where it's, like, it was supposed to represent the love of the situation that she actually hates. And and I was just, like, it wasn't necessary. (laughs) Not necessary. And... It's all trying to cover up gross. the fact that everything about this show yeah. is pretty predictable. Yeah. yeah. You know but the girl's going to make it. Yeah. yeah. You know this couple's going to die. You know how all of it ends. And yeah. so for me, what keeps The Last of Us from truly being prestige is that I'm not surprised enough. As soon as this gay couple enters the scene, I know, oh, they're going to die. You know. But like, this is the, the trouble with this you know, Hollywood system of adapting IP and being obsessed with IP. Exactly. Yes. That they could not veer from the storyline exactly. that award-winning video yeah. game. Exactly. They said, girl, we will take moments when we have yeah, to when break we can, out. Yeah, when we can. When we can break out. And that's why I'm giving them credit because yeah. I was one of the three people on the earth that watched Halo on Paramount+. Plus. <laughs> And it I was, did not even know they uh, made oh, yeah, Halo into a did. show. It was going to be their big liftoff of Paramount Plus, and it crumbled. It didn't even take off. It was oh awful, and I love Halo so much. So to see that there is potential to make something prestige out of a formulaic video game, I'm excited. I can't wait to see more. Yeah, I will say the essay that spoke to me the most about my conflicted feelings about The Last of Us, especially season three, came from my colleague over at Vulture, Jackson McHenry. I'm going to quote him briefly. Yeah. Uh, his piece was called The Empty Sentiment of The Last of Us. And Jackson wrote in his essay, the result is Tony well-acted, carefully shot, and even well-reviewed, but the experience of watching it is empty. Nowhere is that more apparent than in the show's third episode, a standalone extrapolation from an implied arc in the game that tries so hard to imitate what we think of as prestige television that it forgets to say anything at all. 
call it zombified mm. TV. You know what? Disagree, I'm a, but I disagree. <laughs> I think he, he went too far, but I feel some far, of yeah. that. But what I am landing like, here, and this is, I have, we have been talking about this for a while. I'm pushing this. I want to do a whole episode on Vibe Check about the rise of dupes. Dupes are huge on TikTok. Yeah. Everything's oh, a yeah. dupe. I mean, Everything's yes, you dupe. see. Yeah. Um, uh, Ashley's producers yeah. cheering. <laughs> yeah. uh, and, um, and I would say that this episode is a dupe of Ooh. a prestige television episode. Yeah, yes, it is exactly. a dupe. <laughs> well, yes. Here's the thing. When I think of the prestige... But the whole show is a it's dupe a dupe. of a prestige show. <laughs> I want prestige TV that feels prestige, but also has a moment where I'm like, didn't see that coming. I never have yeah. a didn't see that coming moment with this show. And I th- Girl, when that, I think of the prestige I, stuff that I mean, surprised me the most... Pin 15 and I May Destroy You. Yeah. Okay. There sure. were episodes where I'm like, I didn't see that coming. Yeah, but yeah. Th- those are original. I mean, with yeah. this, it's like yeah. I went to the Wikipedia page after the first <laughs> yeah. episode and was like, I know oh, how okay. it is. And I think they're trying to make changes. Like, I guess in the video game, the one who like lives in the bunker, the survivalist one, he is alive in the game. Yeah. Oh. And so only one of them dies, and he died a while ago. Oh, okay. And like that's so that and that's was kind of different. Line that like Bill Frank is nice. Bill's not is yeah. because like, oh. Frank is no longer with him. Yeah. I just knew evil, as soon but... as that Linda Ronstadt song showed up more than once, it's like, oh, <laughs> I I, they were going to end with me crying to Linda Ronstadt. Yeah. That's what they want. So I when I was I was I knew one of them would die and I was like, okay, so how are we going to set it up of like one yeah. of them dying and then he's probably going to get meaner and then they'll show up. So then when uh-huh. it was like, oh, they show up and everyone is that I was like, oh. And to the but... defense of this show, what I'm calling my like DH gate Birkenbag <laughs> dupe of a show, <laughs> is that every episode someone dies. So the fact yeah. that we knew someone's going to die, it's yeah. like, bro, you're watching the zombie yeah, well, show. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. I still think it's doing a better job at Prestige than House of the Dragon, which I felt was mm. just like doing or Lord of the Rings. Yeah, or Lord of the Rings, which <laughs> yeah. I felt were doing their best to like mimic something or... Uh, Oh, the other Prime Video show, Wheel of Time. Oh, Wheel of Time, yes. Yeah, like, which fumbled. Yeah, too, fumbled. Yeah, really. they spent so much money on I'm that. just like, I'm more into shows, content, whatever. Like, I want a good bait and switch. I want a good, where did that come from? I want a good, like, yeah. snatch my wig with surprise. I, I want to be surprised more. Yeah. And I I'm, think this show is just not surprising. Yeah. It's beautiful. Pedro Pascal is zaddy. Ooh, absolutely. Like, Maury Bartlett's on. great in the show. Come on. But absolutely. it's not at all surprising to me. That's it. Okay, end of the day, yeah. I'm happy this show is giving us thirst at the end of the world. Yeah. People deserve <laughs> to be horny when they're dying. People you know what I'm not going to know when I'm... This, yeah. well, there's some things, speaking of things that you want when you die, one plot point, and this is a spoiler. Should uh, I, okay, I so there you go. At the end, this gay couple, they know they're about to, like, end it, about to die, and they get married the day before they die. If I'm with my partner and we about to die, I'm not marrying you. Girl, no. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> Towards Girl, what get... end? For what? Wait, no. And also, what? You think St. Peter at the gate is going to do, like, oh, this couple gets <laughs> oh, coming together. Oh, they get all that time. Uh, they are married. Nope. nope. <laughs> yeah. Mm, not doing not it. <laughs> not doing it. I'm, if I, I didn't marry you before the zombie cute. apocalypse, I'm not marrying you during the zombie <laughs> also, apocalypse. that would be our last fight. So you want to marry me when you're going to die. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Like, oh, now I'm good enough for you. My to therapist wow. was right. I lit it, but I'm the last one. Great. I, I oh, can, now you choose me. Now you choose see, me. I can see it like the survivalist you being like, I don't believe in marriage, blah, blah, blah. But no, it was. It worked little, for you? I, oh, it made me I feel mean, things. Does she love love? Does she love love? Okay. It worked for okay. me. All I right. did. Like, um, I, I was watching with my boyfriend and I was a mess. The strawberry was so sweet. I could have lived in that strawberry moment forever. Forever. Also, what they did for strawberries is what Luca did and Call Me By Your Name for, <laughs> for peaches. peaches. Yeah, we oh. love it. Just, Are sales uh, up? Yeah, probably. We should check. Not yeah. on the strawberry. Yeah, just not not on right the now. We can't even get eggs. Right? <laughs> 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 so it was like fifteen dollars. <laughs> oh god. Uh, uh, we're gonna be back to talk about Peak Peacock. Like I said, oh, all all the good shows, the Best Man reboot that they did, Poker Face. We're gonna get into it. Traders. Oh, finally. Uh, so, so we'll be right back. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. Hold up. 
MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast wherever you get your podcasts. TV, I say. And we are back. Ah. Uh, after all those wonderful thoughts about The Last of Us, which I love that we got a variety of opinions here. And I also just hope it's not The Last of Murray Bartlett, because yes. stay in my life. Do you also know Please. that man always plays gay? Yeah. Said, Good for him. He North said, Star, baby. Yeah. Be what like, you are. He gets his bag and yeah. Yeah. Like, his gay corner. I, yeah, technically, I think in physical, his character has a wife, but... He's like oh, in the right. closet or yeah, something. Yeah, he's in the closet. Yeah. And then Chippendales, he he's has very, a wife. He has a wife. And then but, he goes, yeah, he yeah. comes out. Oh. He comes out. I got to watch Chippendales. I hear it's really good. It's really good. Okay. It's good as a drama. If you want the actual dra- like info on what happened, the mm-hmm. documentary is better. Because okay. uh, the TV show actually cut out a lot of the drama that like made it Huh. Such a fascinating story because they wanted to simplify it. Uh, like, I, if it had been ten episodes, I think they could have fit all of it in. Gotcha. But they had to like take out a lot of the the like. There was all this double spying huh. and like other people he tried to kill, and they oh, were just yeah. like, we can't even get into all these British people he tried to kill. Oh, no, <laughs> okay. And, and what's fun so, to watch yeah. is the costume designer doing you know heroic work yeah. uncovering uh, Kumail's uh, muscles because uh, he is he has very, Marvel muscles. Oh yeah, Marvel, Marvel muscles. muscles yeah, because the guy that it's based on is not. A muscle no. guy. But uh, so they put him in all like oversized stuff. That's but funny. like those shoulders don't lie. Yeah. Well, also you know, the thing tell. about the Marvel workout, if you stop, it's gonna take you a year to get it back. Yeah. You have to maintain. You have to maintain. Yeah. Like Paul Rudd could never not have Ant Man body. Yeah. He has to be ready all the time. At, at, at any moment. Paul Rudd can have Ant Man body. He has I know to what keep that means, Ant-Man body. but it's just such a funny sentence. <laughs> yeah. Ant Man body is hot, but like, but it's Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd. Ant Man. Call, yeah, I never think of him as having muscles. They they all get jacked for it. Yeah, they do. But we're going to get into Peacock because with every other platform fumbling the ball, Netflix announced this week that they are locking your devices into your home. If you try to use Netflix, someone else's account, somewhere else, your device will be blocked. You you got to pay for your also, own account. Also, about now, no damn time. Show. I'm sorry. I don't love Netflix, but like... What, controversial take. no. If I'm in charge of Netflix, I want everyone using it to pay for it. I'm sorry. Girl. Wow. Not Sam being a cop. Right? Not, <laughs> wow. Capitalist. I'm not, no, okay. I'm just saying if I were in the boardroom on that side, I get it. I get it. their perspective. I get it. Sure. Also, I think the but end goal, people are going to pirate everything now. Everything. Okay. They've been so lucky people haven't been stealing from them. Yeah. Now the girls are going to steal. Now the girls are going to steal gag. just yeah. to be like, because you did this. All and- I'm saying is like, we shouldn't be clutching our pearls that hard when a company says we want everyone using it to pay for it like just, i'm just saying their rules are they're allowed so to much ask. stricter than every other platform because like, so many more people are selling netflix than anything else it's just it's everyone like, steals netflix even yeah even hulu though is like will at least give you like four a locations yeah. like yeah you can like if you travel a lot but netflix is just like no <laughs> like you yeah. have to be on your home wi-fi end yeah. of story that said i forget how many people I share my Netflix password with. See? <laughs> but I would not be hurt beyond repair if I just didn't have Netflix in my life at this point. Same. Yeah, there's very little well, I'm looking forward Peacock to over there. Peacocking. Because Peacock, Peacock is Peacocking. Peacocking. Yes, yes. So Peacock, for me personally, it's Poker Face, Traitors, uh, and the Best Man reboot mm-hmm. that they did that said to me, Peacock is here to stay. Well, also Bel Air, which did really, really well. Yes. Bel Air yeah. lifted this. Yeah. You know, yeah. Will Smith's company. Yeah. Uh, what are they called again? Uh, I don't know. Overbrook? Westbrook. 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 Yeah. Overbrook or Westbrook? Okay. Bel Air with Universal, and that just like blew up and now you yeah. know, they're they're really reaping the benefits. The Real Housewives also helped, I would argue, you know, all of the shows are there. And they had World yeah. Cup too, right? Yep, they, they had, had the, the World Cup, Cup. Yeah. and I, for me, all the Below Deck. Yes, Below Deck. Below Deck. Which crosses over into Housewife territory. Yeah. But the over. numbers are crazy for them. They gained like five million new subscribers yeah. in the last quarter. In the last quarter. Well, and what is this trader show? That's all anyone would talk oh, about over Christmas. It's, it's a reality show. It's a reality. Yeah, it's an Alan Castle? 
I didn't know that. <laughs> Apparently, he says it's his castle. I that. don't think it's his castle. Okay. Uh, and then they have a mix of reality TV stars, so people from like Survivor, Real Housewives, uh, Below Deck, Kate from Kate Chastain, my favorite. She's in it. Uh, and then they also just have real everyday people. And three people in the house are labeled traitors. And we as viewers know who the traitors are, but okay. people in the house don't. Okay. And the faithfuls are trying to find the traitors because if they get all the traitors out, then all the faithfuls get to split like $10 million. Hmm. But wow. if they, if there's even one traitor left at the end, the traitors get all the money. So the faithfuls are like trying to find all the traitors. The traitors are trying to act like they're not traitors. And it's just the best show. Like seeing people from reality TV who understand manipulation mm -hmm. Like, there's one, her name is, like, Brandy. I think she's from Real Housewives. And within... Oh, Brandy Glanville. Yeah. Within Iconic. episode one, she literally is just like, this person, this person, this person, they're the traitors. <laughs> like and she clocks oh, wow. them? And she clocks them immediately. <laughs> oh, wow. But then because, the uh, like, the other people are like, I don't know, she's kind of mean and a diva. So then they vote her out, and she's just like, you're all idiots. Because she's, like, right. she's like a famous villain. Yeah. Oh, I gotta TV. watch that. Yeah. Amazing. So yeah, so, like, wow. a lot of the people can't get past that being like, oh, but on your show, you're a villain, or like, oh, yeah. Kate's like so mean on Below Deck so we don't trust her and it's just amazing TV see you should follow the villains queer people learn this villains yeah. are the real they're stars the, they're of the always show. the most yeah. interesting and they know how to play the game, they know how to play the game. so why would you not if Brandy Glanville said this is how the game is going I'd be like yes, I'd be like girl. yes I was sitting right there like I would be listening to Brandy and Kate the whole time mm -hmm. I would be like whatever they say yep. I'm with like, that's also how, how you get more airtime too yeah. talk yeah. to them <laughs> talk to them how many episodes uh, is this it's 10 episodes I gotta watch it's really I'm, really I'm hearing good, good things yeah, I'm, I'm watching the other breakthrough hit right now Poker Face of course Natasha Leone it's I got so to interview good. Lil Ro Howery, who's in one of the episodes yeah. for Into It. It's fun. I will say the show moves a little slower than I thought it would. Yeah. But I'm okay with that pace. Yeah. And I love uh, her. I love, oh, I love her. Like, She's great. Is it yeah. different than Russian Doll? Because all the advertisements look like it that. is. It's Russian very Doll moves different. so quickly. Yeah, this Russian Doll moves so far. quickly, and you get a sense that this is a woman who has like is just in free fall constantly. Mm -hmm. uh, and this character, I mean, all of her characters, I think, are kind of similar. But this one, you're like, oh, a little she, more put together. yeah, a little more put together. She has a okay. plan. She has a sense of herself and knows what she's happy with. But the cast is stacked. It's got Adrian Brody, Ben, what's his name, Benjamin ben. Bratt. Ben, yeah. Oh. And like, it's good. And he looks so good in it too. Ooh, he looks he so does. good. He looks, yeah. But you know, it's it's funny, like all of these successes, you know, the success of The Trader, the success of Poker Face, the success of Bel Air and World Cup and all these yeah. things. Just six months ago, Peacock was the laughing stock of yeah. streaming. Yeah, we were all just like, their comedies are failing. They yeah. don't know how to promote anything. Yeah. Uh, Netflix bought Girls 5 Eva. So mm -hmm. it was like, what are they even doing over there? Yeah. And they got it together. Do you think it is a true reversal of fortune or just a good few months for them? I want to say it's a true reversal of fortune, but I think it really... Because we're not seeing a lot of news about what else is in their slate. That well, they, they got a Damon the Love project coming up. Yeah, they have that. Yeah. Which... I fear that they think that's going to be like a big hit for them and it'll mm. just like kind of be a flop. Like The thing about Damon Lindelof... Know, what makes his stuff work is when he is paired with a place that knows what to do with his yeah. stuff. Watchmen worked because HBO mm -hmm. knows how to knows push how a show to work like Watchmen. Yes. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So we'll see if this one works for Damon. Exactly. Yeah. And I feel like on Peacock, it's just going to be It'll be a hard. It'll be hard. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I, so, yeah. And I think that'll be maybe their first big prestige like letdown because yeah. yeah. I don't really think they've had one yet. Like, Well, they did. Well, oh, oh they did. The... They did have Brave New Worlds. Brave New Worlds. <laughs> Which one was that? Also, it was like their first, like one of the first Peacock originals. It was a, a TV version of the book. Uh, and Like the Aldous Huxley book? Yeah, yeah. Don't do that. Exactly. Oh my God. <laughs> and it was, people really like kept asking me to watch it because they had like a whole polyamorous thing in it and I was just like this is a mm. bad show and you <laughs> could tell they spent so much money uh -huh. and it was just not good okay. did and, you yeah. watch yeah. A Friend of the Family oh I love Which so one was that? Good. it's on Peacock it's, it's, on, yeah. it's with um, what's her name from True Blood uh, Anna uh, Paquin Anna Paquin like and, my favorite uh, bisexual on oh TV. Our, fav yes. our favorite white guy from Girls um, oh yes who always is playing oh the God. evil white Charlie? guys no, no. he's in also in White Lotus he was Lena he was the teacher he's a terrible he's a teacher the barista no. no, he was a teacher in Girls that that, that Lena dates, Lena in like dates. season four or five. Yeah, and, and he's like, he's why the, can't you be normal? He's and... the awful guy in White Lotus season one. Yeah, the rich guy, rich guy. who's rich guy. like married to the girl who's like, I I'm a writer. You he's like the villain. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that guy. We Jake love Lacey. to hate him. Jake Lacey. We love, we love to, hate, to him. hate Jake Lacey. They're in the show, and it's 
perfect. Yeah, huh. it's a perfect. It is you know, a more, perfect limited series, and it's a more it's a telling of um a real kidnapping that kept happening over yeah. and over to this huh. Mormon family. Uh, we talked about it a bit on the oh, pod. It's, uh, it's based on the about. Netflix documentary Abdu- "Abducted in Plain Sight," yeah. and the family lets the kid get kidnapped again and again, again and again. And again. Yeah. And what's and, amazing about the show <laughs> is that she is a show not show she, yeah, she's, she's a producer. producer. And she helps guide it, and there's yeah. a doc for it afterwards. So it's like really oh, wow. an amazing way to be like, we're going to talk about something really terrible and violent, but bring the family into yeah. it and help yeah, yeah. them carve out. And it's very yeah. centered on like her and the family revealed things in the show that like they yeah. had never talked about, like the fact that like the everyone knew that the mom had slept with the the guy who kidnapped the daughter. Girl, but they, oh. yeah, but then they find <laughs> out that like. He had even done sexual stuff with the father and like oh. had like kind of blackmailed the father into like giving him a hand job and all yeah. this stuff. And then finally the <laughs> father like him. admitted it. And that's yeah. why he didn't want to like come out and go to the cops because he was like, he's gonna tell everybody I like oh, yeah. jacked and off. And he got dude. kicked out of the Mormon church yeah. for it. Like it's like a whole But like Ooh. the scene where Colin Hanks is jacking off Jake Lacey. Oh, it is. It is one of the finest moments yeah. in television. It's really a moment in which you say gay rights. Yeah, you're really like <laughs> gay rights, wow. gay wrongs, gay all, gay the wrongs all of them. <laughs> like just the the look on Colin Hanks's face. He is like excited, confused. Oh. It's just like confused. a lot of Colin things. Hanks yeah. is in Tom's son. Yes. Yes. Oh. And yeah, he plays Ooh. the like dad who's trying his best to like get his daughter from the clutches of this guy. And I, for me, yeah, it was okay, the first like limited it. series. It's I really was like, Peacock it. knows what they're doing. Yeah. yeah. So like, if it had run on TV on NBC, it would have been like the must-watch movie. Yeah, the girls yeah. would have been really. Checking. We yeah. would have been talking about it. But Here's... also, like the other thing, I know this is not TV, but a sign that things are going to get great for Peacock is that they have the rights to. Kate Blanchett's Tar. It's oh, Tar is on. It. When they announced True. that Tar was on Peacock, I, <laughs> I was, was like, like what? that feels white refrigerator to we me. Yeah. Like, I was like, in my uh, house. Okay. Yeah. I would think I that, was like, like, how did they work I could, that out? I thought it was going to be like an Apple Plus TV thing. Yeah. 100%. I thought Apple you know? Plus, it's kind of like Minx going to Star. Yeah. yeah. Like, Star. I got the push notification because I'm a Peacock like, subscriber. Oh, um, yeah. I was like, girl, really? Okay. I pay for Peacock without ads now because I watch it so much. I was like, I can't do I've, these ads yeah. in poker face every five seconds. I finally went to Peacock for SNL because for years oh, yeah. I watched SNL on Hulu the next morning. Yeah. Not anymore. Got to yeah, be on Peacock. So I'm gotta, doing Yeah. It. And I, SNL yeah. without commercials. That's great. Yeah. I will say my question with all the good news for Peacock, it's like, what even is success for a streaming company at yeah. this point? All of them have hundreds of billions of dollars of debt. Like even yeah. as Peacock has this run of some pretty good shows right now some great buzz I think they're in the red like 975 million dollars yep <laughs> so like yeah because they what still, is success yeah they still have debt from like what buying WWE to do that oh. yeah, yeah. Which, that's another reason I got Peacock because you can watch all the wrestling stuff <laughs> and all this conversation about which streamer is up and which is down on the by the book by the numbers most of the streamers still aren't making money. Aren't making money. And the ones that actually make money, you know who's making money hand over, hand over fist right now? The reboot of Night Court on NBC. Oh, yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. Like, Terrestrial <laughs> Network TV yeah. is still making it's money. NBC's biggest yeah. hit, yes. which I actually have been watching it. Do you like it? I do. Okay. And I'm not a multi-cam girl. Mm-hmm. I'd never watched the original, but there's oh, something about it. Mm. The, like, the beats are there. It's surprisingly... I, I don't to me it looks yeah. like what a modern multicam can look like. Okay. Like you can make this type of show and make jokes that yeah. hit yeah. with like a Gen yeah. Z. But that's like audience. the big yeah. meta economic issue here is that while you know cable cutters are happening, cable still makes more money, more money. than yes. these places. Network makes because more they money. have an ad. Yeah. They have an ad structure. Yeah, that, <laughs> that can sense. support itself. Who would have thought having ads was <laughs> yeah. like the key to? Well, and this is the thing. It's like everyone for a while there was this idea that like network shit is just bad and horrible, and the only good. Shit it is on streaming, but no. look at Abbott. Yep. Quentin Bronson walked in the Abbott room. Abbott said, we'll do both, yep. baby. Yep. Abbott said, oh, actually, we're changing the game. Yeah. And then American Auto and Grand Crew were like, and we're right there with yeah. you. Yeah. And, and it's home like, economics. is that like, the model? Like, is the model for actual success to get these streamers like Peacock to better align with their with network, network yeah. sisters yeah. and brothers. Yeah, I you think know? so. That was always, like, I felt like that was like always the goal in my mind when Netflix launched. I was like, okay, when I can't catch it live, I guess I'll mm-hmm. watch it on these streamers. But then it was like only streaming. It's only streaming. No one watching mm-hmm. it live. What's happening? But now that there's a system both. in place where it's like, yeah. you miss SNL live, you get it the next day. You yeah, miss Real Housewives live, you watch it the next yes. day. I'm down. I'm yeah. cool with it. And yeah. it's like, I, don't, I think something like Reboot, if it had been on ABC... 
And it would have been it perfect been, on ABC. It would have been perfect yeah. on ABC. Literally. And the Chronicles would have been perfect exactly. on ABC. Yeah. And if they had been, we would have second season of the yeah. seasons of those shows. Also, they would have gotten insane numbers. Also, it's wild to think about the numbers network still pulls in. The yes. Night Court yeah. reboot Cume is like over 20 million 20 people. 20 million people. What who- the People watch TV. Yes. Yeah. I mean, but Sam, you were NPR. Radio. Oh, yeah. yeah. More dominant than the yes. Times. Like, yeah. it's exactly. crazy. People like what works. Yeah. Yes. Sorry. Like, when I, I talk was, to my mom and yeah. she's like, Ashley, you're not watching Will Trent? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what even is that? And she's like, it's like my new favorite show. It's on Fox. And I'm yeah. like, people like, forget I, Angela Bassett has a procedural called 911 that millions of people watch. She is on that show. Millions of people watch yeah. that show. Baby, millions I'm getting an people. Oscar, an Emmy, and, and, like, and a bag. And a bag. Like, I'm a really, I just still watch Grey's Anatomy. Right? <laughs> Which still has millions of viewers more than any yeah. streaming drama. It's still in the top 10. What I, it's 19th yeah. season. So what old. I wonder at what point does the industry realize you got to just work together? Exactly. These two camps, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't the make pie sense. is not big enough yeah. to compete. Yeah. Like, not consolidate, but like get some synergies going. Yeah, there has to be more synergy. Yeah. And I think Night Court, Abbott, those are examples it. where it's yeah. like they yeah. made an impact on Hulu. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've been watching Night Court on Peacock because they were pushing it so much. Yeah. I didn't even realize it was on TV. Oh, wow. I thought it was just a Peacock original. Oh, wow. And then my mom was like, oh my gosh, no, I've been watching it on NBC. And yeah. I was like, oh. So yeah, Peacock, I think I'm happy for them. Yeah. They still ain't making money. They're still not making money. But I'm happy for them. It at least gives me faith for the small group of comedies Mm -hmm. they do still have. You know, I was sad they canceled Rutherford Falls. Mm -hmm. I'm sad they lost Girls 5 Eva. But But that's coming back, right? It is on Netflix, yeah. Which Uh maybe I do have to keep Netflix around. But Netflix might make it worse. Honestly, Um, I think they might. They have a lot of things, but they need more taste. They need more taste. Netflix, yeah. Uh, there was a piece that came out in Vulture that looked into the current documentary series oh, yeah. uh, world. It's all bullshit documentaries. And it's all, yeah, it's all yeah. bullshit documentaries, but they specifically were like, Netflix will come to you with a template that says, 10 minutes into whatever you're making, the hero needs to face this. Wow. 25 minutes in, they need to be faced with a choice For like a this. doc. For a yeah. doc. And Ooh. they use that same template for TV shows. They're mm. like, and you need to have a cliffhanger at this episode because that's when they like a cliffhanger. Yeah. Well, you'll forget, they've been yeah. doing this forever. What was a Kevin Spacey's show. Oh, House, House of Cards. House of Cards yeah. was focus group. They had yeah. the data and it was like, yep. people like a narrator to have a southern accent. Mm-hmm. They like it when the main character breaks the wall and talks right to the audience. They made that yep. show yeah. based on their data and they've been because doing it, was, it ever since. There was another House of Cards that was British, right? Yeah. yeah. And they just like took that, got the rights and said, let's focus group the shit out of this. Focus group exactly. and, and make it into it. And not even yeah. a real focus group. It's just like the data. It's yeah. just the data. It used to be like being in a room with viewers. With what do you like? People. What do you, what do you like? like? And now they nope. can just look at how you were watching. Yeah, yeah now they it's just wild. look at an algorithm and they're like, oh, people stopped watching when we had a redheaded actor. Exactly. So. Yeah, it's, it's so wild. wild. But yeah. that data will never give you taste. Yeah, I'm sorry. Never. Just you go. No. So the New Yorker profile of the new head of Netflix, yeah. written by Rachel Syme, whose work I love, basically makes Rachel. the case that like Netflix is a global company. Yeah. No other streamer has as big a footprint around the world as they do. So the American market continue. It, it can decrease yeah but their growth in latin america their mm-hmm. growth in europe their in growth europe? everywhere they'll be fine oh yeah. yeah and no other streamer peacock didn't have that reach no and, you know and netflix yeah. is also buying the quality shows in other countries yes. yeah you know that's where like the i just started a new doc series that was like it's an italian documentary series mm-hmm. about like the only girl who ever went missing in the vatican huh. it had been out in italy for a while and then netflix bought the rights yeah and, well netflix would do know. a thing where if a show does well in one country They'll say, how can we make this eight times for eight different markets? Yep, for eight, eight different, different languages. languages. Are you pointing to the show Elite? Okay. <laughs> Elite? Now is, yeah, Love is Blind America, yeah, Paris. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. exactly. <laughs> but you, do you have examples yeah. of this? Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, we might not think that is taste, but that's success. It's success. Yeah. Like, it's success. I will not yeah. be shocked if we get like a big mouth Ireland. 100%. <laughs> that is. The, I would not be able to tell any of the words those characters would be saying. That would be so Imagine funny. the oh, I actually, hormone monster in an <laughs> Irish, Irish accent. accent. Oh, my God. <laughs> I actually think I would watch that. Okay. Oh, watch God. That. Wait, I have a dumb, 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 dumb question I have to ask. Peacock, which show would you like to see become a ride at Universal? Because that's the one thing they have that Netflix does not have. Yeah. Amusement Park. Poker Face. I was going to say Natasha Leone narrating the whole ride. Oh yeah. yeah. I haven't even watched it but I would go on a ride I, for Natasha. I yeah. was going to say Poker Face too. Yeah. Or 
I feel like some sort of best man ride, but it's not really a ride. Girl. It's like a so halfway river. through, <laughs> halfway through you fight your ex's fling, yeah. like what, and you get it's brown like, liquor. Yeah, exactly. Like you, it's just like a lazy river, and you float on something, and you drink brown liquor, and argue, and with, argue your with your family and friends. Yeah, that's yeah, I would love that. I, I love it. That. That's I actually love fun. It. I'm gonna when I watch Peacock tonight, I'm gonna yeah. start dreaming of the rides there at Universal. Yeah, you know? did you best both man watch final the, chapter? Yeah, ride. did you both oh my watch God. best man final chapter? I don't ever want to undo it. how yeah. good I feel about the first Best Man. Ooh. Is it good though? It was a ratings good. hit. Oh yeah, it was good. I, I, my mom and aunt did not like it, okay. and I say that because they love the movie, and yeah. they were very like that. Just I don't really know why I watched that. Wow. <laughs> they were like, it was good to see everyone, and they were all very funny. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I didn't need all of that, and I was just like, <laughs> okay. But I liked it. I thought it was a good update, and I don't think we have a lot of TV shows that look at black mm-hmm. people during that age. Yeah, yeah. So for me, I was yeah. like. This could have been an original IP that's like black friends, yeah. you know, yeah. in their 40s and 50s. But I will say when I think about Peacock and Race, like they're res- it seems as if they're respecting their black shows and their black yeah. talent. You know, there's sometimes, and we've seen this throughout TV history, where a, a network that wants to establish itself yeah. will do black stuff yeah. to get a foothold. But it's crappy, cheap, tacky black yep. stuff. Yeah. And then once they get enough viewers, they turn full white. I'm talking so, about yeah. WB, CW. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas Peacock is banking a lot on black programming but it seems as if they respect it yeah. yes and I like that and they're empowering exactly. the black creators yes. the black creators yes. they're yeah. also I think finding creators who don't often get like opportunities yeah. to make more mainstream things like Bust Down yeah. I can't think of Bust Down being made anywhere else <laughs> what is Bust Down? oh Bust Down it's uh it's like one season comedy that was on Peacock starring Sam J. Langston from Insecure, uh, who played the Jared, the bisexual the guy. One? Yeah, uh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. He's also in The Boys. Uh, oh, with the nice eyes? Yeah, yeah, with the nice eyes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Chris Redd and <laughs> uh, Jack Knight. Uh-huh. And it's the four of them working in a casino in like Detroit. And, oh, wow. Yeah, it's just like a really funny workplace comedy yeah. that is very clearly for black people by yeah. black people like good on you Pika yeah and Listen. they didn't give it a second season mm. but not too late so reconsider so are we saying is, is Peacock living the dream that BET will never do with BET plus Ooh. you might be right yeah <laughs> you might I, be the right the fact that I mean, you said BET plus and I was like oh right oh, they, they have that BET they, plus. No one I mean, talks about it when you think Ms. about Pat it got nominated for, for an Emmy for an Emmy they did yeah, for yeah. writing but if Peacock has the Bel Air reboot the Best Man reboot. What else black they got? Because Craig oh, Robinson. They have, they have Potomac, Potomac, which is Michelle Obama's favorite show. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> really? Said. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. uh, Killing so, It is another comedy that Craig Robinson is the star of. Oh, it, so yeah, I yeah. guess that counts. So Peacock's an ally. Yeah. Yeah. We ally? support. Yeah. I'd say ally. All right. And they haven't yeah. done that thing that they could have done, which is turn their app into a Black History montage. Uh, you know, Amazon. Used true. To do that. Uh, Hulu yeah. does that. And Hulu, that, yeah, Hulu, Hulu yeah. loves you. Open. Well, Hulu, Hulu has a whole studio instant. for yeah. this. Onyx. 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 Onyx which okay. is bringing us a few interesting hits. They're going to be doing a history of Black Twitter with Prentice Penny. Which this Prentice? I like Prentice. He has a Twitter. Okay, he doesn't People really. He's yelling he's... at him a lot on it. That's funny. Which... I like him, but he gets yelled at. Him. I also. <laughs> yeah, I was like, do, I don't does think Black I Twitter need... like you because yeah. I don't think they do. I don't think, they do. I don't think I need a history of Black Twitter for another five to ten years. Exactly. I'm good. It was like when they had me watch that Manny Teo documentary. I was like, too soon. <laughs> it did just happen. It the just other day. happened. Yeah, but I, girl, I wasn't ready that for that actually, documentary. Yeah. It was the I end. It shook me. The end shook me. The end shook me, and I did like it just because I I don't really follow sports, so I didn't. Know yeah. anything I followed about that the details. story because I, that made Deadspin a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And oh, so yeah. sitting with that, I was like, "Oh, this is also." Like, if they had told me Manti Teo was that fine, oh yeah, Girl. I, I no would have catfished too, honey. Me too. Me too. <laughs> Tight end. Uh, Oh my God. <laughs> Sam Sanders. <laughs> the thing that you should know, listeners, is that Sam Sanders sees a dad joke and he takes the dad <laughs> joke Listen. every Every time. <laughs> oh, wait. This has been the most fun conversation. I feel like we could just keep talking for another three hours. I think so. <laughs> this is delightful. This is so fun. Uh, we're going to wrap things up. Uh, I usually like do my homework, which is, you know, viewers, what you should go watch over the next week by myself. But I would love for you two to give recommendations to our viewers. Ooh. Oh, I have, have one. Yeah. Speaking of the Irish. Well, I guess they're Scottish. Similar part of the world. Bad Sisters on uh, Apple TV. I love that show. Yes. You told me about it, yes. and then I binged it over the holiday break. It's and so I made good. Aunt Betty watch it, too. Oh, you did? It's so uh, good. Loved it. Love, love, love. What is it. that woman's name? She's in everything. She's British. in everything. Sharon something. Uh, 
she's like in she was in pulling she's in so many of my favorite she's like shows. invited to the cookout yes, yes. Honestly, like like yeah yeah love her the, can't love remember her. her sharon horgan sharon horgan yeah a baddie incredible all of them, yes. loved bad sisters yes. apple tv uh i you know i'll also give you some apple tv homework uh shrinking which oh i keep seeing ads for it yeah a lot of ads latest bill lawrence project Uh, there's actually a new episode out every friday they put two out originally it's i like jessica williams in it it's interesting i want to see where it goes and so she's like getting a serious moment here yeah yeah and it's i like it it's it is i think right now just following too closely to the ted lasso game plan and i want to see it be its own show more so i'm gonna keep watching yeah Okay. What do I want to recommend that I haven't already said? You what said something recommend? the other day. Did I? Oh. What? It's on FX. Your favorite show right now that Ooh. really messed with you. It's on oh, FX. Girl, yes. yes. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> I was late to this party, but Excited. it touched me to my core. FX's Fleischman is in trouble. Ooh, okay. Yes. I just watched girl, it all last week. Those I last two episodes? It. The last two episodes. It's, I have not cried that hard since my daddy died. Uh, <laughs> I was I yeah. was in some feels on I that show. I also never want to see Jesse Eisenberg in real life. I would hit him. Uh, I'm over <laughs> him. True. Worst he character. made me so angry. So I just was like, we would never be friends. Also, I, yes. <laughs> I was like, Libby, you need to fight him. Yeah. Let's 100%. Go 100%. The one-liners in that show were just brilliant. Really, Because yeah. of the writer, Taffy Broadister Acne, who I love. You yeah. probably know her work. She's done a a lot of brilliant celebrity profiles for both New York Magazine and the New York Times. Yeah. But her book became the show, and she was in charge of the adaptation. So a lot of lines from the book make it into the show. Yeah. It's great. They I mean, yeah. It, yeah. it cuts you hard and deep, but it's so good. It's so and good. And the arc of Claire Dane's character, <sighs> baby. I, yeah. So the show, I was like, okay, I'm on this ride. Cute, cute, cute. Episode here and there. Claire Dane's episode, her fishbowl moment. Man. That's that scream there. moment. Yeah. The yes. scream. That was the uh, episode whew. that like brought me into the show and made me go, okay, I, I hate get this it. man, but now I'm in and I love yes. it. The last two episodes. It, it, incredible show. It and was really, I mean, it's really at the end of the day, it's like when you listen to women, yeah. the whole story Come will on. shift. Exactly. And <laughs> yes. I just, I felt like I loved it and I loved what it had to say about misogyny mm-hmm. and internalized misogyny and just mm-hmm. the issues men have with women. And most of the critical response I saw didn't really want to address that. Yeah. People didn't want to address the like misogyny. And people, when I, I wrote a thing about it, and people were like, "Oh, so you didn't like the show because you think it's misogynist?" And I'm like, "No, no the it's show talking about is misogyny. talking about yeah. misogyny. Like they well, want like, us to be." All of like, the plot is taking place during the 2016 Hillary election. Election yeah. as a backdrop. Exactly. So it's all about that. All about that. Yeah, all the Hillary signs. Yes. And I did talk to one friend who was like, "Oh, I did not realize that's the timing." Yeah. Of it. And I was like, "That's why no one like the girl yeah. has like an old phone and stuff." I am obsessed with this moment of we're now enough time has passed of that 2016 moment right before the pandemic Mm. like those years when Mm. things really got to set up to get us to where we are today, yeah. we can make television about. We can look at it critically. Watch it. Yeah, that's how we got here. I still want a limited series or a made-for-TV movie all about the night Trump wins in a major newsroom. Yes. Ooh. And how they deal with it. Because yeah. I know my newsroom that night. Oh, it was a mess. Yeah. People lost their minds. Oh, yeah. People lost their minds. Uh, that said, Aaron back to Sorkin Fleischman. is going to work on that. He's working now. right he now. He said it, and Aaron Sorkin was like, <laughs> I'll like, do it. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> um, with Fleischman, the one-liners are so good. One of my favorites. One of the characters is talking about having an affair with a colleague. And there's a scene where she and the colleague are in bed and the voiceover says, I used to smoke cigarettes and blow it on him so his wife would know where he was. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yep. There was another line they Ooh. said. Yeah, um, that line I was like, girl. Yeah. It was a, I think Claire Dane says later, or no, Lizzie Kaplan says, no one tells you that a divorce is just an earthquake between two people. people yeah. Oh! And I have been through some divorces, honey. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. That whole thing. Yeah. Libby's like final sort of like monologue to Toby mm-hmm. when she's like, you know, and you'll get back home and there will be a knock at the door. I was just sobbing. Yeah. I, oh. It was. She did I mean, that. it really yeah. is. I mean, to give credit where credit is due, Taffy can write. Baby. Taffy yeah. does Taffy the work. Can write. It, also, yeah. if you want to binge on Taffy, she has a wonderful profile from a few years ago in the Times of Melissa McCarthy. <gasps> I remember this. And yeah. I and I reread this thing once a quarter because it is like modern scripture for me. It's so yeah, good. Yeah, that was, I, it yeah. It was so good. I remember, I yeah. loved it when it, it came brilliant. I should revisit it. Yeah, oh. it's great writing. Yeah. Amazing, amazing time. Thank you so much Thank for joining for me. Us. I'm so glad we finally got to do this. I mean, we yeah. talked about it a few months ago, didn't work out, but 
I, I was it. honored to be here, and let's do it again sometime. I will yes. say, when we got the like, email, listeners, that we could be on Ashley's show, we said yes within like 30 seconds. I was like, yep, 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 please. Yep, we were please. like, Saeed will sit at home. Me and Sam will go We'll in. be there. And listen, <laughs> yeah, IRL. I'll bring, I'll bring Saeed We went time. to the studio. Yeah, we came. Yeah, we are in, all here in studio. In the you know flesh. what we but don't do person. every Tuesday for Vibe Check? Go to the studio. Yeah, we're at home we for Vibe Check. And I'm at home for Usually I'm at home on my Zoom. I'm like, okay, but this one, I was like, we're going to be Yes, and I loved it. Yeah, thank you for having me. Thank you for joining me, listeners. We'll be back next week with another episode, but will you do me a favor? Go go share this one. Share this episode right now with a friend. Go along and rate and review. It really does help, you know, with the, with the podcast. Like I said, go check out podswag.com. You can get that blanket we were talking about. Get a bunch of cool merch for all your favorite Earwolf podcasts. Uh, thank you so much for listening. We'll be back next week with another episode. TV I say with Ashley Ray. Another episode TV I Say with Ashley Ray is an Earwolf production made by me, Ashley Ray Harris. It's engineered by Abby Aguilar and produced by Amelia Chapelo. And our original theme song is by Rafia. It means so much to me if you go rate, review, subscribe, follow TV I Say. Let us know what you think and tell your friends. Share with your golden girls. Tell your boys. If you love my TV recommendations, let everyone you know know. For special TV club members, join my Patreon. And you can also find my full archive ad-free episodes of TV I Say over on Stitcher Premium. Use promo code TV I Say, all one word, for a one-month free trial at stitcher.com slash premium.